Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Especially when the weather gets... And you need to stay... Stay refreshed on the go with ice-cold Circle K favorites like freshly ground iced coffee, Froster, Polar Pop Cup, and more. And right now at Circle K, score with 28-ounce Gatorade. Any flavor, three for $5. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Because Circle K is America's thirst stop. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another special edition of the Charles Matthews Show. And I've been doing a series where it's called My Brothers. I'm finding a hundred strong black men to talk about them. I want to know more about them. We need to have a voice out there. So this is a perfect opportunity where I can talk one-on-one, guys talk, and talk about my special guest. And today, my special guest is what I love to call Mr. Bishop Jones. Bishop Jones, are you there? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I, I'd love to thank you for joining us on the show today. Uh, we've We've known each other for, what, Four months now, four or five months now. Yeah, approximately. <laughs> yeah. well, we've done some great things together. We've done some great things together, and I just wanted to get you on the show because a lot of people don't know who you really are and all the stuff that you're doing out in our community, and you're doing fantastic work in our community. But I want to get to know you first. Uh, we see you out oh, there, yeah. we see you marching, but we don't really know who Bishop is. So tell us a little bit about you, sir. Where you know, give us your background. Growing up, where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Jamaica, parish of St. Mary, in a little village called Stuart Mountain. And I, I went to my, what we call, our primary all-age school, retreat, basic school, retreat all-age school. Then I went to St. Mary's High High School up in Highgate. Okay. So I grew up, yeah. So growing up, did you know all the time you wanted to become, you know, the, the bishop, the pastor that you are? Uh, actually, I... I I, I had a dream when I was around 12 years old, and I dreamt I was, we, we, we had a river where we lived, right? And, and the dream that I got, I was at the riverside preaching and baptizing people around 12 years old. And that dream has never left my memory, although I did not intend to pursue the path. I, I really wanted to be a, a businessman. That, that was my desire. Uh, I studied um, management and business for a while in college okay and, and i really and i really wanted to do that so i know that wasn't my my first so let's dive yeah. in so let's let's dive into that a little bit more so you had a dream at 12 years old that you yeah. were baptizing people yeah and then by the riverside. so you, you think that that was instilled into you from young and then you just you, you didn't really think of it you just started to go into business yeah, I think I think that that must have been a divine calling, an uh, impression from the Lord, to say that in 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 the future there is there is this path that you know you should take, and I I literally tried to avoid it for a long time. <laughs> okay. I I I, I ended up um, after I finished high school, college, I started working in the business field. There is a very reputable company in Jamaica called Grace Kennedy, which is an international company. Yes, yes. I worked with, I worked with, I worked with them for a while until I, I, um, and let me back up a little bit. When I left high school in St. Mary, which, you know, in Jamaica, we say it's a country part, right? Then I went to, to the urban city. We went to um, a city called Port Moore to live. 
and um, around 20 years old, went to a church over there. I was searching for a church. I went to a church called Pullman New Testament Church of God, and there I got saved, and I gave my heart to the Lord. And that started a journey of me, um, you know, pursuing the pastoral work. But I, I still resisted it for a while. I still was trying to find my way. I started working for a while uh, when I came to Canada in uh, in corporate Canada for a while. I started in sales, right? You know, selling um, motor vehicles, and I, you know, got some success in that. Working different uh, areas, um, I worked in finance and leasing. And I went into management, so I was still pursuing that. However, in 2008, I felt the need to, to start a church. Uh, I was working with other ministries before that, but then I uh, felt the impression so strongly to, to start a church. So I started uh, the Destiny Gospel Center Church in the city of Markham, because when I came to Canada, the first place I resided was in Markham. So I felt that was where God had planted me, and I started working there, and then I said, wow, that's a place. Maybe God brought me here and planted me to to start the work. Yes, yes. And, but 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 I was doing that bivocationally for a while. I, I worked about seven years doing church and 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 corporate work at the same time, uh, which was a which was a, sometimes a real challenge when you have literally two occupations at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So you so here's the thing though. I I noticed that I when you did the corporate. So how long did you do corporate for, or did you even go into corporate? Oh, Twenty one years. I. I I stayed in for. I, I worked there for 21 years. When I came to Canada in 1992, you know, and 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 I worked in that 21 years. Wow. So, so you just so you just time. knew at that time it's okay. Enough is enough. It's calling me. Yeah. Everything's happening. So after 21 years, you took that. I call it the plunge because you're taking a chance. You don't know what's going yeah. on, and then you just in faith you just decided to go full hundred. Exactly, man. The great leap of faith. You know, and, and and I took that, and, and and the Lord has led me and has blessed me. You know, even from that time, and I'm giving praise for that. So then, how is it? How do I ask this question properly? Because a lot of people, when they say, oh, you're taking that chance, do you really want to do that? Like, you must have had a lot of naysayers, you know what I mean? You have some people that say, okay, yeah, this is great. But you must have had a lot of people going, yo, are you crazy? You're leaving the corporate yeah. world? Oh, and absolutely. Absolutely. It, it took me a while because it's a decision I wrestled with for years. It didn't just, it wasn't like just an epiphany I got to say that. I, I wrestled with it. I got counseling about it. I, I spoke to my mentors about it, you know, but, but there comes a time when, when the burden of that call uh, becomes so heavy that you say, Lord, I surrender all to you. And, and, and after a while, in 2015, I said, Lord, that's it. I, I, I just surrendered, left that, and, and just went full-time in, into the ministry. Yeah. Now, is this, so let me ask you this then, is this where the passion comes from when I see you on the street? I see you, yeah. you're an advocate. Yeah. I see you doing the marches. Is this where that passion came from? Yes, that, that, that passion is, is birthing that whole, whole experience. You know, and, and I would say that my um, a mentor, who still lives in Jamaica, he was, a, he was a passionate man, a powerful man, uh, Dr. W.A. Blair. And um, working along with him eight years before I came to Canada, uh, he instilled such, such a passion for ministry, a passion for work. And, and also the, the, the passion is, even comes out of your own personal experience too, right? 
um, growing up in Jamaica, there my parents had eight of us. There were six girls and two boys, and we grew up in a little village. Um, and you you find a sense of a purpose that you really wanted to come out of a particular situation. Because um, growing up there with eight children, it was not always the easiest of times, right? Right. When you grow eight children, and it was a tough situation that we grew up in. And in fact, in, in, in the village that I grew up, I, I was the first boy who graduated from high school in, in, in the park. You know, so that kind of propel you with a with a great sense of motivation to always want to do better, to always be driven by something. And and when and when I discovered that purpose is really in God and what He wants to do for me, then that passion, that adrenaline, that motivation, uh, really propelled me into into doing something greater. And I said that when I when I left corporate, I felt a, a sense of call that I want to impact. Not only the church, but also the community, and, and I, I believe that the church should engage community, and and you know in, in in such a way that you'll be able to shine your light in the community. We can't just stay the four corners of the church, which I mean, a lot of people believe and find that comfort in that spot. But <laughs> but for me, no, I believe that there's a bigger a bigger cause out there to to touch community in different ways. Right. Right. Now, it says here that you're a father of two? Yeah, I have two beautiful kids. Thank God for that. Okay, so then what do you tell your kids when you're out on the street, you know, marching? Oh, How do you, what do you, what do you yeah. say to them the, in, the, in the situation we are right now with COVID and all the things with Black Lives Matter? As a father, what do you, what do you teach your kids right now? What are you saying to your kids right now? Yeah, in, in fact, they came along with me on the march. So because I want to instill in them uh, a sense of purpose for justice, for what is right, that, that in a society uh, we must stand up for what is right. We must stand up for those who are marginalized and disenfranchised, and, 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 and we must be a seeker of goodwill and a seeker of justice, because um, these are things that Jesus preached about, and, and even he himself defended about that. He goes where, where the lepers are. He said that we should shine our light, let our light shine before men. We must find those who are naked and clothe them, those who are sick, we visit them, those in prison, we should we should go visit them, those who are marginalized and, and, and feel cast out and disenfranchised. We, we we must we must find a place of justice to, to have that. And in in this uh fight for injustice when it comes into uh, anti-black racism, other issues in society. That I, I don't believe that we should stay on the fence. We should let our voice be heard, and and, and we should be uh, in the fight, so to speak, itself, helping to change uh, the situation. Right, and and I know you. So you have a you have a, a son and a daughter. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, how old is your son? My son is eleven years old. Okay, so it's it's. It's it's sad to say, but we have to talk to our sons different than we have to talk to our daughters about our situation right now. Absolutely, right. Because so, what are you what are you teaching and ta- talking to your son about right now? Yeah, I'm teaching him to be careful, to be wise. Uh, I also I also really want to empower him that growing up in a society, and, and and there are many good things in the society, in Canadian society, 
uh, there are many good things to, to emulate. But as far as the issue of justice and, and, and racial disparity and even um, police abuse in certain situations, uh, they're going to teach him to be cheerful, to be wise. Uh, also teach him that uh, it is important for us to stand up for, for justice, even, even from this uh, tender age. I believe that that experience that he got, even when we went on the march, he's, he's carrying no placard and he's marching. I think that emboldened him somewhat to, to know that uh, we don't have to stay in our corner being passive. Uh, we We can and speak up and help to be a part of the solution and a part of the change in society. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I see here you have your, your you know, I actually put down little things in the questionnaire. It says, favorite superhero, and you put down Superman. When we get back, I want to know why you pick. Right. I want to know why you pick Superman, okay? <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll, right. we'll be right back. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students build meaningful professional relationships with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. Today's podcast is brought to you by Beauty Club Outlet. Our goal is to have our clients leave Beauty Club Outlet's store more confident, comfortable and psychologically liberated than before they came in. And this is the motivation for our entire customer experience and product offering at Beauty Club Outlet. Click the link below and use promo code CMJ for 15% off. Now back to Charles and his special guest. Yes, yes, we're back. And my special guest is Mr. Bishop Jones. And before we went to the break, I'm looking at his sheet here and he put down favorite superhero is Superman. Why did you pick Superman? Why is Superman your man? Because Superman is Superman. He can, he can move uh, so fast and, and, and do things so well. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's someone that is, I believe is really so awesome. That's why I, I chose him. Now, is it is it about moving fast in our in our society? Like, is there is it because there's so many things you want to do, you want to be able to move fast? That is also a part of it. That's why I kind of emulate it, man, and you know, and, and look into that. There's so many things that needs to be done, and we just got to keep on moving to ensure that we accomplish those things for for the change that needs to happen. Okay. Now here, let's let's get to know you a little bit more because I'm reading your bios here that you wrote down. It says the man loves soccer. What? Yeah. <laughs> were you were you a soccer were you a soccer player growing up? Yeah, man. I used to be a good soccer player, man. In fact, <laughs> in fact, when I when I when I my younger age when I just came to Canada, they told me I should have made the Canadian national team. Oh. They said that I used to be a prolific striker. You know, I just get those balls in in, in the net. So it's, 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 it's always been a passion for me from my youth. 
made um, growing up in Jamaica the two things that were really great for a young men, <laughs> and I was cricket and soccer. And I, I played both. I loved cricket, but I realized that once I got a little bit older, soccer became the my passion, and and I loved it. And now my son picked it up, and he is so passionate about it. He's playing rep soccer now, and he's he's, he's really passionate about it. Okay. So, so you, I, the, these... I, I call myself. I watch the games. I, I, I go to the game. I, I go to BMO, take him there, watch games. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to run on the field? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of retired now. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> okay. No one then. Like, for example, we had um, in his, in his rep, rep um, competition, they they have these games at the end of the season where parents play against the kids. And I suit up myself and I go there and teach them a few tricks. Okay. So if you go and show them that, I still have a little thing in my feet. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good experience. <laughs> so it says here. That you, so I guess I guess you slowed down a little bit because now it says Scrabble and Dominoes is, is your is your go to <laughs> go to game. So it's not so much running; it's more about the thinking and the yeah. strategy now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to use your mind no more than your body, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, yeah, this, this is what I love. I like to get to know you because a lot of people won't know that you're a Scrabble player. So, you know what I mean? If we're looking, yeah, if you're looking for I a partner for Scrabble, like, you know what I mean? Are you, you know? How good? How good? So, if I need a partner, I can call on you. Oh, definitely, man. Or some dominoes, you know? <laughs> I I I I dropped a six love yesterday when we had my backyard barbecue. <laughs> two, two persons who, who thought they were so great. I, I just fixed them with a nice six love, and they were like, "Wow, you're good." <laughs> so here, In my downtime. Those are the things that I do now. Well, here, here's a here's the thing. What else do you want somebody to know about you? Because now you know we love we know you love soccer, dominoes, and Scrabble. But yeah. what's one secret that a lot of people don't know that about you? Yeah, I'm passionate about life. I'm passionate about people, and I am passionate about marriage. I am I'm a marriage motivational speaker. I do many conferences and, and seminars about the wholeness of marriage and how people should live together. In harmony and unity in marriage. And I want to help create um, the environment where people who are married can strive and, and develop themselves in, in terms of their marital relationship. So I do a lot of the kind of motivation speaking seminars and stuff like that uh, to help people in their, in their marriage. Because that, that's a big struggle, especially in our community. It's a, big, it's a big struggle with many couples, you know, premarital counseling, marital counseling, you know. Postmarital um, counseling, so all the kind of stuff. That's one of my specialities. Uh, I have a master's degree in counseling, specializing in marriage. I wrote an unpublished book called The Dynamics of Marriage, uh, which was my master's thesis. So I, 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 I love to do that. And uh, my wife and I really love that. We, we invest in each other and we invest in people uh, in terms of our example and what we bring to the table to help people in that regard so then let's break that down a little bit what about give us some tips and tricks because right now people are listening you know they're married young people i I have to i have to say today is actually my wedding anniversary today so let's thank you thank you so let's dive so let's let's dive let's dive into that what what is about the marriage 
that yeah. you know to so keep. Here are the three things that a man must do for his wife to ensure that she's happy and why. Because see, they, they, we must understand even from a biblical perspective, even from when God made Adam, Adam was fully equipped and furnished to do everything for himself. So we break it down even in, in a colloquial way. Adam knew how to wash, cook, clean, do everything for himself. So when God brought Eve to him, he was already equipped and ready to manage the responsibility and taking care of everything that he would bring to him. It is said that uh, a man must do three things to ensure his wife's happiness. Affection, attention, and appreciation. And every woman who's listening to me, and every wife who's listening, I, I know they're clapping right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. <laughs> Let's 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 break it down then. Let's so let's 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 break it down. Each one. So the first one is what? Yeah. So so attention is is important. A a woman likes to know that she's the apple of the eye of her husband, and that her husband is paying acute and absolute attention to her to ensure her viability, to ensure her her happiness, and 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 to to ensure that she feels that level of security within her marriage all right so so that's attention affection a woman loves to feel uh, affection she wants to feel the power of her husband's or her spouse's love uh, that that um you're very affectionate meaning that you care about or or emotional welfare emotional well-being uh, how she feels <clears throat> it is even it is even said that most times she she wants even affection even sometimes more than sex she wants affection she, sometimes you just want to be cuddled and just want to feel that sense of security. All right. Okay. And, and a woman, and a woman loves to feel appreciation. Appreciation is is, is such a wonderful thing. Um, uh, for example, we men sometimes tend to make markers on certain days, whether it's anniversary, whether it's birthdays, and those things are good. Uh, and and I always caution men: don't forget those days. Those are the biggest. Mm-hmm. But the smaller things, the smaller things in between. For example, for me, if I go on this evening, I might want to prepare a nice meal for me. As honey, you know what? This meal was so good. I really appreciate you taking the time out to make me that meal. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for spending the time and ensuring that this was done properly. As one example, um, I like to furnish my my wife loves roses. I like to furnish her roses. So whenever the the last one I gave her dries up, it could be a week, it could be two weeks, right, Charles? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so once that one dries up, I think it's my duty to replenish that with a nice new one. Okay. So, so, so it sees a sense of appreciation. Uh, maybe investing in her, supporting her, buying her gifts, nice stuff for you for your spouse. Those things show real appreciation for her. And on the other hand, though, man likes to feel honored. Man has all of us have our ego. And and some egos are bigger than others, but but a man likes to feel that he is the hero of his wife, his, his spouse, and and uh, but but a man likes to feel honored. A woman must always find a way to ensure that you honor your your, your spouse. The Bible that's what the Bible says that um, a man must love his wife as though Christ loved the church. You see that the woman respects her her husband. So the demand is that the woman to respect her husband because the man wants that. That respect. A man also uh, like hospitality. When his wife is really hospitable, caring, taking care of business. If if you have family and children, make sure that the family and children are taken care of. 
uh, that adds value to the man, and he understands that his wife really loves and 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 take care of her husband. And a man wants what what I use a term called a hottie. His wife has to keep herself or make sure she's hot for her husband, because because the 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 number one emotional need for a man is, is sex, and a man wants sex morning, noon, and night. So so the wife must ensure that 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 is taken care of, uh, the bedroom business taken care of, and. I believe that those things are really taken care of. You're halfway up to having a healthy, happy, and enriched relationship or marriage. Okay, so half the men listening right now, they ran out of ink because they were writing it all down. (laughs) 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 And uh, the other half of the ladies that are listening just recorded the whole conversation, and they're going to play it for their their husbands when they get home. (laughs) All right, good, good. So here, and, and, um, whenever whenever I'm having one of my sessions, for sure they can join in or come on and link me. We'll expand on it more and go into much in depth uh, detail about the issue. <laughs> All right. So here, let me ask you a question. It is uh, Saturday night. It's just you and your wife, and you have to cook her a special dinner. What is your go-to dinner then? Oh, uh, she she. I normally um. Two things, um, cook up a nice jerk chicken. I, I, I like to buy those nice Jamaican jerk sauce at the Jamaican store. And then I cook up a nice uh, jerk chicken dinner, probably some rice, probably some potatoes, uh, veggies, or or if she wants, you know, something I would say more more, more Canadian, I make a nice shrimp pasta uh, dinner, cook down with some nice broccoli, shrimp, um, pasta, veggies, a nice drink. <laughs> all right all right my friend before we let you go there's a game we like to call it's called pick three so from one to ten you just pick three different numbers and each time you pick a number there's a question with that number so it's called pick three so pick your first number between one and ten three number three the question is what advice would you give to someone trying to pursue a career similar to yours? Better sleep means a better you. That's why Mattress Firm made the rest assured promise, featuring the best mattresses from America's best brands. For a limited time, save $500 on Temper Breeze mattresses and sleep eight degrees cooler. Plus, get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Our sleep experts have over 200 hours of training, so you can rest assured we'll find the right bed for you. Only at Mattress Firm, America's number one Tempur-Pedic retailer. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Oh, um, first thing, you pray about it. You, you, you really have to have a sense of, uh, of prayerfulness to know that is this what God has for me? Is, is, am, am I making the right decision? So I must pray about it. I must also consult others. If you have a mentor, you, you speak with a mentor about it, or if you have a pastor or somebody, when they say to you, you, you get advice from other people so they can direct you uh, if, if you're going in the right path. And uh, when opportunity comes for you, for example, someone invites you to be a speaker or, 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 you know, or to give a lecture or to, or to teach in a particular subject matter, uh, make sure that you give that your best shot you do your research you 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 make your presentation good but but in just trusting god through the process and 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 pray and pray about it i'll say all right next number 
Next number is seven. Number seven. The question is, if you were to, you know, go into someone else's shoes and switch it, what would you ask them about their life? Uh, how did you make it? Um, what are what are some of the things that help you over some of the obstacles and the challenges that came in your life? And how did you overcome those things? Okay. All right. Last question. Last number, number nine. Number nine. It says here, if you should create your own signature question, what would the question be to ask yourself? Have I accomplished what was in my heart to do? And what the answer is? Uh, not yet. I'm still on the journey to fulfilling that. So what do you think what do you think the end journey for you is? Like what is the main goal for you? Uh, the main goal for me is to invest in people, to build more people so they can find their purpose in life and they they will be able to impact other people. And, and I believe that um, uh, that purpose is knowing more of what God has in store for us through the Lord Jesus Christ and, and finding that path and following it. Um, I mean, we can build institutions and, and monuments, uh, which are good stuff, but those will eventually fade away. But if you build people, that will be a generational uh, impact, I believe. So building people, more people, is what I really want to do. Well, my friend, it's been a pleasure and an honor for you to be on my show. Now I got to know you a little bit more. I know I'm coming over yeah. for some some good jerk chicken. I know I'm yes. coming. I know I'm going to be asking you to be my domino partner and Scrabble partner. All right. And I wrote, <laughs> and I have some key tricks to do. And I'm going to call my florist right now to order roses every month. <laughs> so. <laughs> But before we let you go, my friend, this is your opportunity to say hi to anybody out there. This is your opportunity to do your shout out. Go right ahead, my friend. I want to say hi to my my lovely wife. She's at work today, and and I want want to say hi to her. Tell her how much I really love her, and and I'm hoping to have a good time with her later when she gets home. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick her up from work. So this morning she said she had her own car. She said, "Honey, I want you to take me to work today. And pick me back up." And I said, "Sure, sure, yeah, I'll do that." She did be like driving today, so I said, "I'll take you to work and I'll pick you back up later." Nice. And I, I and I want I hope my kids are are, are up by now. They're, <laughs> they're up. <laughs> you know, school is kind of out today, sleeping late. Uh, I want to give them a shout out too, and and all the members of my church, of Destiny Gospel Center. Over in Morocco, my love, all my peeps there. Yep. So tell us well, before thank you. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate you. Not a problem. Me. But before we let you go, tell can us, can, tell can us your I service. Tell, yeah, tell us when your service is, so we can catch you with COVID. I know you do online service, so yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So COVID, no, we do online service. Uh, says on Sunday at twelve noon, we're on Zoom and Facebook Live at Destiny Gospel Center Inc. So please join us on Sunday if you can. Uh, thank you for that. And then, and, um, and then when COVID's all finished, uh, where's your church located so we can yeah, come visit we're, you? We're in the city of Markham, 32 Main Street, Markham, in the city of Markham, where I'm in. And you can join us there when COVID is over, when we get back in, in the building. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Oh, Lord, will you 
bless your people to those who are listening. We need just trials and station may continue to be a voice in our community, a voice that brings positivity and upliftment to our people. Bless him and bless his family, bless his work. Now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for that, my friend. You have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. There is another great person, and that's what the show is all about, to get to know my brothers. So thank you for listening. Let somebody know another great show has just ended. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Today's podcast is brought to you by... doesn't have to stop here if you have any questions suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice the opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.